Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode. I am so excited about this episode, but at the same time, I I don't want you to get overwhelmed, okay? So we probably, I feel like if you're somewhat in the holistic world, you've probably heard about supporting your liver, <clears throat> right? And when you head into supporting your liver, probably a bunch of things come up like MTHFR and gene mutations and um, castor oil packs. And then you might be going in your research and then see, oh no, you don't have to support your liver. Your liver is a self-detoxifying organ. Or maybe you see a juice cleanse that you're supposed to do. So I feel like it can be kind of confusing. So Supporting your liver is truly one of your fundamental basic, 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 basic things you should be doing um, if you have hormonal issues. If you have hormonal issues, you have a liver issue. And, you know, there's, you don't just have to have fatty liver or non-alcoholic fatty liver disease to have liver issue or need to support your liver. You know, you could just have really painful periods and this would apply to you. You know, you could have insulin resistance and this could apply to you. So let's break it down. We're going to talk about what the liver does. Liver does a lot of things, so we won't spend all night here. We're just going to touch on some big ones. And then we're going to talk a little bit about gene mutations and how that affects your ability to detox or not detox. And then we're going to talk a little bit about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. We could talk a little bit about PCOS. And we might talk about pooping. <laughs> okay, so let us begin. When we think about the liver, what is its job? Okay, so it filters out toxins. Correct. And it also filters out excess used up hormones. It also um, is involved in the production of certain proteins for blood plasma. Eh, That's kind of boring. I mean, not really, but we're not going to touch on that one too much today. Um, It's involved in the production of bile, um, which helps carry away waste and break down fats in the small intestines during digestion. I don't know. Did you know that your liver was involved in digestion? Um, It's involved in the production of cholesterol and special proteins to help carry fats through the body. Did you know that? Um, you know, we always think about it as, oh, it filters out toxins and filters out hormones, which it does, you know, but it's also very, very, very connected in digestion. And I don't think that that is talked about enough. And I, and I think it should be because whenever we think about digestion and bloating, we always think about 
our gut, right? Oh, you know, do I have an imbalance in bacteria? Do I have food sensitivities? Do I have gut dysbiosis? You know, is there something wrong with my ileal sequel valve? Like whatever. But do we think about our liver? And we should. Our liver is very important here um, in terms of digestion, bloating, and all that kind of stuff. So we definitely are going to touch on that a little bit. Hey ladies, I want to introduce you to our newest podcast partner, Purity Woods. If you did not know, I turned 30 this year and I am on the prevention train when it comes to quality skincare. And I know that I've mentioned this before, but my biggest frustration with the beauty industry is just all the deceit that we see in marketing all the time. On the bottle, it would say toxin-free, paraben-free, and you think you're getting this product that doesn't have any endocrine disruptors and then you turn it over and you look at the ingredients and you just go okay well this is full of hormone disrupting ingredients and then we have this struggle of actually wanting you know skincare that works or do we choose skincare that you know isn't going to disrupt our hormones but you guys you can actually have both it does take a little investigating but you can have both so what i love about purity woods is that they are usda certified organic and they're paraben free and they're petroleum free and they're fragrance free and they're phthalate free they don't have any of those hormone disrupting ingredients that we obviously absolutely don't want on top of that though they actually work okay so the coolest part that drew me to purity woods was the fact that they have mushrooms in their products you guys know that i am obsessed with taking mushrooms internally as a supplement so of course the next step is going to be you know making sure my external products also have mushrooms in them so let me introduce you to my two favorites so the age-defying night cream has the extract, organic extract of maple leaves. All of their products actually have this in there. And the main thing that this does is it prevents the breakdown of elastin, which is the cause of your skin sagging and eliminates the appearance of your age spot. So, you know, if you're putting this on at night, you know, make your skincare work while you are sleeping. But this one, the night cream also has tremella mushroom in it. And this one contains polysaccharides and it helps pull the moisture deep into the skin. And I am somebody who always struggles with dry skin. If I lean anywhere, it's definitely on the, the dry skin um, spectrum. So the fact that this one can protect my blood vessels and improve skin quality and moisturize my skin at a cellular level because of that wonderful tremella mushroom, yes, sign me up for that one. And then the other one that I've been obsessed with is their eye cream, you know, and it fits you know, same, all the same labels. It's fragrance-free, phthalate-free, paraben-free, all of the things. I am someone that is definitely more sensitive to scents, even if they come from non-toxic sources on my face. And so I really, really like that these are fragrance-free. So you know, I'm not smelling anything when I go to sleep and I can just, you know, close my eyes, go to sleep. This one has bakuchiol in it. It has the organic extract of maple leaves. And are you ready for this mushroom? It has turkey tail in it, which this is full of antioxidants. So it's really going to help with any skin damage, making your skin look more even, um, and help with overall inflammation and combat age spots. So 
I am on the prevention train, but you guys will seriously love this. You will have that, you'll go to sleep and you'll have that glazed donut look on your face where everything is super smooth and everything is super plump and you know that your skincare is doing its job. But on top of that, you know that your skincare is not going to actually disrupt your hormones, which is, you know, number one priority. But it's nice when it also really works. Turn back time on the appearance of your skin with Purity Woods Age Defying Dream Cream. Purity Woods is currently offering 17% off site wide, but we have an additional 10% discount for our listeners for a total savings of 27% off. Go to puritywoods.com slash Leah or enter code Leah at checkout for an additional 10% off your first order. That's P-U-R-I-T-Y-W-O-O-D-S dot com and enter code Leah, L-E-A-H, for a total of 20% off your first order. Isn't that crazy, everything that your liver does? And if you're someone, you know, that's coming here, living in the camp of, oh, my liver, my kidneys are these self-detoxifying organs. I don't need to worry about doing anything. That is so far from the truth, okay? Number one, um, if you have one of um, the, I always call them snippets. And now I'm like, whenever I come on here, I feel like my code names to remember like abbreviations for things aren't actually correct when I, like they are correct, but how I pronounce them is not correct. Um, but anyway, the SNPs, the different ones for um, different uh, mutation parts you can have with MTHFR um, can affect uh, methylation, right? So that's, if you have that, you literally detox slower than somebody without it. So we're going to talk about that. But then on top of that, you know, if you have heavy metals, you aren't detoxing heavy metals well, especially copper that stores in the liver, a very congested liver due to heavy metals. Um, Candida can really, really affect this as well. Um, overall, if your toxic intake is just insanely high, obviously your liver has to keep up with all of that. So just think about the massive dump that we're giving on our liver. And then we're saying, Hey, liver catch up. What's wrong with you? Right? So let's, let's think there. And then secondly, yes, our liver is a self-detoxifying organ, but our liver needs the nutrients. It needs the correct nutrients to do its job right? And that is where we as a society are sorely failing. We are not getting in the variety. We're not getting in the nutrient density that we need to support our liver. And so, yes, I do recommend people bringing in liver supporting herbs. Typically it's herbs, um, vitamins, but if we also don't look at the diversity in our nutrition, and we don't look at lowering our toxic intake, like what are we doing, right? You, If you have a big glass of water and you poke a hole in the bottom, that's you <clears throat> supporting your liver with maybe herbs and your methylated B vitamins, but you just keep dumping water in the top of your cup like a gallon by gallon, you're never going to keep up. You're never going to keep up, okay? So that is really, really important to remember and know when you're thinking about 
well, my liver is a self-detoxifying organ. Well, it is, but it needs the tools. It needs tools. Um, and for example, let, let's, let's, let's just go there. Let's talk about the, the things that our liver needs. Um, our liver has different phases of detoxification. So it has phase one, phase two, and then, I mean, you can call it phase three or you can call it like pooping and peeing, however you would like to think about that. But phase one, <clears throat> liver de- detox, sorry, my voice is all over the place. <clears throat> um, phase one liver detox needs um, bitter herbs, like bitter, like literally bitters, bitter greens, um, milk thistle, dandelion, vitamin C, vitamin E, um, and that comes from like what eating you know eating our vegetables that's one of them you know eating those really really bitter greens is really important um you know those dandelion leaves you can even do like milk thistle tea and dandelion tea knack is really really good um the vitamin c this is where people always talk about lemon water being so detoxifying it's not really that like lemons are necessarily detoxifying, but they're high in vitamin C. And that is one of the vitamins that you actually need to support phase one liver detox. So there you go. You know what other fruit is insanely high in vitamin C? And that's kiwi. Ding, ding, ding. Isn't that so cool? Um, what do you think about those little lemons? And I do like lemons and they're very low glycemic, which is amazing, but Let's not forget about the little kiwis and red peppers. Um, those are also amazing. And then phase two liver detox needs amino acids. They bind to the toxins. And then phase three, we need to be pooping and peeing. So phase one liver detox is like the pre-rinse, like you're spraying off all your dirty clothes. And then phase two is your amino acids are literally binding to the toxins. So we have all the soap in there. And then, you know, you're rinsing it down the drain by pooping and peeing it out. Um, So it's very important that we have these support and this nutrition for each one of these phases so that we can smoothly move through them. You know, if you are in phase one and your body is, um, you know, rinsing off these dirty clothes and then you don't have enough of the amino acids the protein that comes from protein then those toxins will recirculate right this is also why it's so important to be pooping every day i mean this this isn't a detox detoxing thing pooping is a drainage pathway okay so Drainage pathways need to be open so we can detoxify. So drainage pathways, pooping, peeing, sweating, your like your lymph, um, breathing, okay, literally your respiratory system. All of these are drainage pathways, how we get toxins out, right? And if they're not open, if we're not drinking enough water, we're not hydrating, not even just drinking, but electrolytes, hydrating we're not hydrating enough, we're not pooping, where are these toxins going, you guys? You know, so this is where I see so many people go wrong, especially I'll get clients who have tried to do, you know, parasite cleanses by themselves or any types of like, you know, thing like things like that without 
taking the proper steps um, and they end up with all of these Herx reactions and they feel worse than they than when they started. You have to, drainage pathways have to be open. And then from drainage pathways, um, then you can go into detoxifying, okay? So let's pop in and talk about MTHFR now. Or like most women like to call it the mother trucking gene. Because <laughs> we hate it. But I think it's something that's like really important to realize is that everybody actually has the MTHFR gene. Everybody. Um, I don't know where the I don't know where the whole thing came in where people just ask, hey, do you have MTHFR? Oh yeah, I have that. Well, everybody actually has it. I think maybe what you're talking about is whether or not you have one of the variations of an MTHFR gene mutation, also known as an SNP. Um, so if that's the case, there is a lot, you know, that you can do to come in and support your body. Um, but do know that you may have a harder time detoxing than somebody without any of these um, mutations. Um, so what does the gene actually do? So it produces and makes enzymes. And the MTHFR enzyme converts folate into methylfolate. So that's the active form of vitamin B9. Um, you probably have heard about this in terms of pregnancy, you know, um, folic acid and methylfolate, the great debate. Um, and that's its job. Okay, so it does that conversion. Um, so what happens when we have these mutations? Okay, we use different types of, I'm just going to keep calling them snippets out loud, but <laughs> SNPs. So basically, it can affect the conversion happening in your body or being inhibited. And therefore, you will have a deficiency in methylfolate. So you'll have... Um, this um, issue with methylation, right? Detoxing in your body. Now, this doesn't, even if you have one of these mutations, doesn't necessarily mean you will have an issue with this. Why? Because gene expression can be turned on and off, and that is due to your environment. So your lifestyle, your nutrition, all of that affects the expression of these genes. So even if you do have one of the mutations, if you are on top of everything, you really may have zero issues with it at all, okay? But let's say you do have an issue with it. The lack of methylfolate, so if you aren't converting it, um, folic acid into methylfolate, this can slow down your methylation cycle. And as a result, you know, you'll have a deficiency in your, in your methyl groups. And so what does this mean for you, right? So if we have a deficiency here and we aren't doing a good job with methylating, what, what potentially could you be seeing issues with, right? We're going to be seeing issues with um, things that our liver does, like moving and detoxing hormones. Like maybe you're going to have a lot of issues with symptoms of estrogen dominance, maybe, or maybe you have 
um, more digestive issues or, you know, maybe you have um, a lot of issues with just detoxing in general, like you come into contact with um, anything like um, that your body has to move, like chemicals, for example, right? And maybe you have a lot harder time of moving them. But we have to remember that your liver and MTHFR in specifically is only part of your methylation cycle, okay? So um, don't be like, oh my goodness, I need to go out and, you know, take all of these methylated supplements. You know, that's, that's my answer if I can't, you know, do the conversion. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. Um, there's a lot of other vitamins and minerals that we need for methylation, right? Like B12, B2, B3, BC, B6, B6, I don't know what I said, B6, zinc, choline, magnesium, potassium, um, which is why I'm, I am obsessed with the hair tissue mineral analysis and just seeing all of these different things that we can see what's going on. Um, but on top of all of these other nutrients that are needed for your methylation cycle, there are other things that can affect it outside of whether or not you have a gene mutation. Um, candida overgrowth can be affecting that, like heavy metal toxicity, um, oxidative stress. Think about oxidative stress as your body rusting. That is like the best way I can think about it. Um, chronic inflammation, um, all of these things can be affecting your methylation cycle. So I, I think that as soon as we hear, oh, I have a gene mutation with MTHFR, my life is going to suck and that's over and I can never do anything for my health. And that's not the case. So what can you actually do, whether you have this or not have this? Um, well, A, I, I wouldn't be eating any folic acid fortified foods. Because we don't want to block any of those receptors, right? We already, if you have this mutation, you can't convert into methylfolate. So let's not be flooding our body with something that our body can't even utilize, like um, folic acid. So that's, um, think fortified grains. They'll literally say it in the ingredients. Fortified with folic acid, um, grains, pasta is a really big one. Any type of like things with wheat in it, mostly. Um, so we're talking about like packaged processed foods here. So that would be number one you can do. Um, and then number two, you can literally flood your body with um, all, all of these foods that are very, very high in methyl folate, like uncooked leafy greens, right? So you can, you know, be giving yourself a wonderful salad there, right? That's a, that's a great way to get it in, right? And then you could also take a look at, remember we talked about all of the other types of vitamins and nutrients that you need um, for methylation. You can be really taking a look at your nutrition and diet as a whole, um, and getting in all of those vitamins and mi minerals that we talked about. Orgamates are a great one for your B vitamins. They're amazing. Leafy greens, salmon, beets. Beets are awesome. Um, beets are so awesome if you have mutation in your MTHFR. I love it. It's so good. Um, 
so that's where I would just start with your nutrition. Just start there, like move out folic acid, move in the nutrient dense variety of foods, right? We haven't even gotten into like supplements. We're just talking about what you're, what you're doing with your food, right? And then obviously, you know, we talked about other things can, that can affect um, uh, methylation. And we talked about, you know, candida overgrowth, heavy metal toxicity, chronic inflammation, oxidative stress, blah, 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 blah. So investigating, like going, hmm, maybe what can we do here? And if we're really having issues with methylation and detoxing and all of that, this may be your sign to go look deeper. I see this all the time. I'm just going to, you know, take a moment to just talk about the Dutch test because we do see um, methylation on a Dutch test and we see um, your different primary estrogens and we see the pathways and how your body is metabolizing them and all of these wonderful things, right? Now, the issue is that a lot of times I'll have people be like, well, I had high estrogen, so I got put on DIM or I got put on calcium to glucurate or I got put on indole 3 carbonyl or whatever it is, right? But we never talked about why. <laughs> like, why are we having issues with the estrogen being so high? You know, do we have to look at endocrine disruptors and overall toxicity overload in the body or why is your methylation so low? Because we see that on there. Like, why is it low? Instead of, oh, let's just put you on NAC or put you on a liver supplement. Why is it low? And, you know, I I love NAC. Like, don't get me wrong. That's a supplement that I absolutely 100% love. And I utilize it with so many of my clients, especially um, preconception. It's, it's so useful, especially in early pregnancy. Um, and I love it. So don't get me wrong there. It's just that you have to really take a look at this whole picture because you cannot out supplement the fact that you have heavy metal toxicity. You can't out supplement the fact that you're um, chronic inflammation because your blood sugar is imbalanced and um, you, you're, you have gut dysbiosis and you're not digesting your food well. Like you can't out supplement that, right? We have to, we really have to find out what else is going on here. And that's why I think it's an important because I, I find two camps of people that have the gene mutation of MTHFR. They think that if I just take methylated, methylfolate, you know, and I'm fine. My life is great. I just have to, and they get very obsessed with like methylated and liposomals and blah, 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 blah. And then there's the other camp that's just like, my life is going to suck because I have this mutation and blame everything on the mutation. And this is just how it is, you know? neither of those there's there's this happy medium camp where not everything has to be put on that methylation cycle and the fact that you can't convert um folic acid to um, methylfolate but one thing that i do find very helpful to know if you do have this mutation is that you can be more susceptible to blood clots in early pregnancy if you have this. So I would definitely be um, communicating with your doctor if you know that you have it and maybe potentially they would be recommending something like a baby aspirin um, or anything along those lines. Um, maybe they would. Maybe you could talk to them about it. So um, that's that about the gene mutation. We're going to take a quick moment for today's sponsor. 
I know that you guys know I'm obsessed with mushrooms because we've talked about them before and I am all about little things that you can do for your health to move that needle forward without making any massive changes. And I really want to share with you uh, mushrooms that I've been using for a little bit and have just made a massive difference in my life. I'm telling you, get everything done on your to-do list, massive energy, massive focus. Um, someone that's been taking them almost the same amount of time as I have was telling me that she noticed such a difference in anxiety and mood. I was like, oh my goodness, you guys need these things. Okay. So I have been taking Aversio Wellness mushrooms and you've probably heard me talk about mushrooms before, but these are different. These are, these are special and these are such high quality and I, I love them. So let me tell you why. When I had been looking at mushrooms before, I didn't realize what a high dosage you're needing to actually get that therapeutic dose that you're seeing the results in all these studies. So I had seen all of these studies done on mushrooms and you see all of these benefits and I was not noticing the same difference with a lot of these different mushrooms and I didn't know why until I realized that I wasn't taking the correct dosage. You know, I had been taking 500 to 1,000 milligrams when for a lot of these mushrooms, the studies were done on 3,000, 4,000 milligrams. So I had been severely, you know, underdosing what I needed. And I look at the bottle that I'm taking and that's so many capsules. And so when I came across Aversio Wellness, I was just over the moon excited because I could reach a therapeutic dosage with one capsule, for example. Um, their cordyceps mushroom is an eight to one. So the crude equivalent, like when I take one capsule, I'm getting 4,000 milligrams of cordyceps mushroom. That is so much better. And when I tried their cordyceps mushroom, I had so much more energy and I had tried other cordyceps mushrooms before and never noticed that difference. I literally noticed that difference the exact same day. So that was the game changer for me because I'm like, well, if I can notice a difference today, I mean, yes, it's definitely working. So I love their mushrooms. I've tried all of their mushrooms, okay? So I'm gonna give you a little bit of a breakdown on which ones maybe you want because there's a mushroom for every moment depending on what you're needing, okay? So it th now the big thing here is do you like blends or do you like capsules? Because they do have some blends that are in a powder and you can get multiple mushrooms at one time. So if you kind of want to try that out versus just trying one mushroom, that would be a great way to start. Um, I can't pick a favorite blend, but we're going to start with the Awaken blend because it has turkey tail, lion's mane, and cordyceps. This was the one that I took, and I kid you not, you guys, my massive to-do list was done, and I just, I felt so focused, I had so much energy, and I literally called my mom that day, and I said, you need this blend, you need these mushrooms. I'm pretty sure she ordered them the same day. It's like, you need these, because this is incredible. So. I, I love all of them, but if you want energy and you want focus, I would definitely do the Awaken Blend or I would do Cordyceps and Lion's Mane by themselves. And then um, Stress, Reishi. Their Reishi is 
amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And I believe they title it Chill Now, which is just so appropriate. Um, this is one that um, I had someone taking and she noticed such a massive difference in anxiety and mood. So there literally is a mushroom for every moment. You just kind of have to figure out which one is the best for you. And I... I've been using them for six, seven weeks now, and I'm not stopping anytime soon. I love them. I do the Awaken Blend in the morning. If I'm traveling and I um, can't put that in my coffee, I will literally take cordyceps, um, turkey tail, and lion's mane like separately as a capsule. I'll like, take them with me because I'm not missing a day of those. Um, and then throughout the day, I will decide, like, do I want to do the Rejuvenate Blend, which has a few different mushrooms in it, um, or I will take typically like chaga and tremella sometime in the middle of the day. And then at nighttime, I take reishi. That is my schedule, but you can really find whichever mushroom aligns with you. So please go to Aversio Wellness. I will have them linked in the show notes, or you can go to E-V-E-R-S-I-O Wellness and read all about them. They have the most informative blog. They are extremely transparent. They are certified um, organic. They are non-GMO. They are fruiting body only, which is really important because you're not going to be getting any grains in there. They are third-party tested. They are grain-free. Um, and the important thing about the third-party testing is that they actually are testing for the actual nutrients and the and the benefits of the mushrooms in there and not just saying, oh, we think it has this much. They are actually testing to make sure that you are going to notice those benefits in the mushrooms. So I cannot recommend them enough. Um, go to Aversio Wellness and you can use my name, Leah, L-E-A-H, to save 15% on your orders. So definitely check them out and let me know what you think. So some other things that I kind of want to talk on, I, I want to talk a little bit about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And I do want to talk a little bit about um, fat digestion and bile. And I want to talk a little bit about anger. So let's talk a little bit about anger. So according to traditional Chinese medicine, um, excessive irritability, anger, um, trauma can actually affect the liver and result in turn and coming back around um, to give you issues like issues with your period because you're not moving the hormones well, um, headaches um, and things like that. And it also flops the other way if liver is congested, this can really result in people being moody, irritable, and angry. Always associate liver with the anger hormone. And it's so crazy to me where when I'll bring in liver support with clients and they will say like a couple weeks later, wow, like I am so less cranky with people. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. It's very, it's just very interesting to me. Um, so I, and this is, you know, the thing that comes into play here really is that it's not just one thing when it comes to your health. You have to also be supporting the emotional and the emotional supports the physical. There's um, there's no one without the other. If you guys haven't read the book, um, The Body Keeps Score or Emotion Code, I highly recommend them. I think you would really, um, really, really like it. Um, okay, so let's talk about PCOS and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease before we talk a little bit more about 
supplements and some, you know, some other things here. So, oh, I've got something in my eye. Okay. So what is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease? Basically fat accumulates in the liver and impairs liver cells function. So why did I talk about this in terms of PCOS? Well, women with PCOS are four times more likely to develop it. Insulin resistance is one of the main drivers of this. Um, so that is why you, you want to really be paying attention, especially if you have insulin resistance. If you have PCOS, you can obviously get this without um, PCOS, but you are much, 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 much more likely to be um, to develop it four times more likely. That's a lot more likely. I know that our first initial response when we get the diagnosis of fatty liver is probably to just cut fat from our diet. Um, that is actually not going to help though. We need healthy, we need good fats to enable our body to metabolize and clear the fats that are accumulated around the liver. Now, being very supportive and specific, if you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, can actually take up to a year to really like start seeing reverse in this. Um, one big thing that, you know, drives this and, you know, something you can really bring into play to help here is this is insane, but like just bringing into ratio your, um, omega-3s to omega-6s, right? Omega-3s anti-inflammatory. Um, omega-6s are just overabundant in our standard American diet. Overabundant. The ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 is supposed to be one-to-one. There are so many times, I mean, there's so many different ratios out there that you see, so it's hard to know which one is actually um, the most accurate. I have seen, you know, the ratio, the ratio is 25 times, we are consuming 25 times more omega-6s to omega-3s, and I've also seen the ratio be 40 to 1, which is insane. I really hope that that one is not accurate, but it would make sense why we are all dealing with all of these inflammatory body issues, right? So increasing these omega-3s is so important. And not only this is going to help your liver, you guys, but this is also going to help your period because omega-3s help optimize and lower prostaglandins, which cause period cramps. So, um, this is going to be great. Um, Another thing we can like pull out if we have, you know, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease or literally just supporting our liver in general is high fructose corn syrup. Um, it's especially harmful on the liver. It's processed exclusively by the liver and not the digestive tract. Um, so high fructose corn syrup is the devil. <laughs> it really is though, you guys. Don't, um, don't be, don't be drinking that. Don't be eating that don't be consuming that. Um, so what are some supplements? Like what can you do to support your liver? I feel like we've gone all over the map here, like types of liver issues, what you can do for your liver. Um, I will tell you one of my favorite supplements to use with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Now, again, you guys, please talk to your provider. That's not medical advice in any way, shape or form. Um, is I always call it it, it name changed. So let me look it up what it is. Um, I used to call it, well, it used to be called Mariva, Mariva, Mariva. I used the one from Thorn. Um, it's called now called curcumin phytosome. Um, ingredients haven't changed. They just literally change the name of the, um, the bottle. So, 
Um, I do really, really like that one. I think that's really useful. Um, vitamin E um, can sometimes be really, really useful here too. Um, balancing your blood sugar, number one, balancing your blood sugar needs to be just a no-brainer here. It needs to be mandatory. Everybody needs to be doing that. Um, I love bringing in castor oil packs. You can't castor oil pack um, if you have any type of hormonal ID, um, if you're pregnant. Um, I do love coffee enemas. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. Again, you can't do those if you are pregnant. I probably wouldn't do them if I was breastfeeding. Um, so be wary. Um, obviously, always always speak with your provider. This is not medical advice. Um, these are all amazing ways. Coffee enemas, so stimulating for the liver to produce glutathione. So I love it for that. Um, and castor oil packs, I use the Queen of Thrones one because I just tie it on and you can sleep in it and it's great that way. Um, if you are, I'm just going to put some regular disclaimers out here because I think people don't realize this, is that if you have any type of plastic on your castor oil pack, you cannot add heat to it. So like if you put your castor oil pack and then you put saran wrap over it or something, you can't add heat to that. We don't add heat to plastic. Um, so just something to to know and to remember and to remind yourself. Um, so I love those. Um, I love knack, like I already talked about that one. I love burdock root, especially if you are having digestive issues, especially digesting fat issues because of liver or liver congestion. I, I love that. Um, sometimes I'll even bring in beef liver cause like supports like, um, I love milk thistle. I love dandelion. Um, I love a phosphatidylcholine. Um, all of these are great. Um, there's a, um, Seeking Health is a brand, has a great supplement called Liver Nutrients that has a blend of things in it. Organic Olivia's has one called, um, it's a tincture called Liver Juice and it has a blend in it. I love that one too. Um, all of these are great liver support supplements. Um, I love, do, like I said, the casserole packs, the coffee enemas. Um, if you're just like stepping into this space and you're like, well, I just want to start with my food and my nutrition, um, start with sleeping, right? That's important. You know, that's, that's a good place to start optimizing our sleep. I would start with getting in, um, leafy greens. I would start with, um, getting in, um, lots of omega-3 rich foods like salmon is a really good one, you guys. Um, salmon's amazing for that. I would be um, focusing on um, getting in some good like beef liver or um, good grass-fed, grass-finished uh, beef. That's another um, good one for your B vitamins. That would be really good. I would get in some beets. That's another really great one um, to bring in. I would cut out high fructose corn syrup, really, really moderate your use of sugar in general. Um, I would be balancing your blood sugar. You know, all of these are things you can do without purchasing a supplement, right? So that's where I would start. And then, you know, if any of the supplements, you know, just gave you like a, a beautiful idea of like, yep, that one aligns with me. And, you know, you talked with your provider, you think it's a good, good blend. Um, then it probably is a good a blend for you. Um, don't buy your supplements on Amazon. A lot of them are counterfeit. A lot of them are expired. You're going to be wasting your money. Let's not do that. Um, so you can get them at your local health food store. 
You can get them from the brand itself online. Um, or you can get them from a dispensary. So um, Fullscript is a dispensary through practitioner. And I have it always linked in the show notes. You can just log on and um, uh, create an account. It's free. And you get 10% off professional grade supplements. So I have, it's they're not actually protocols. But that's for some reason how they're listed for you guys. Once you have an account on the left side, you'll see protocols. And I have like my favorite magnesium brands or my favorite brands, you know, for supporting fertility or whatever it is. And um, maybe I'll make one for liver. If you want me to make one for liver, let me know and I'll do that. Otherwise, you can just search for the supplements that we talked about in there. All right, ladies, happy liver supporting to all of you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.